So I, I guess like if you can just start by who you are. Yep. And what you do, but yeah. Yep. Uh, so my name's Nick Heiner. I um, I'm a innovation director at Moose Toys. I've been there now for. 17 years, which makes me feel very old. <laughs> um, very old, actually. Um, I started there, I think it was, I'm trying to work out, hang on, so if I'm 17, pretty much the same age you are now. Right. So that that's probably a good way to say, what would I tell myself? So we'll go, we'll come back to that come later. To yeah, sure. But um, yeah, so I probably started there when I was 24, which okay. was 2004, that's yeah. actually right. Um, and just uh, really just sort of worked, uh, started as a product designer there um, and been in a bunch of different roles there, whether they're design or more technical um, or more engineering um, before I sort of have come to this, uh, th this position after 17 years as, yeah. as, as it is. How did you get started? Like you were saying it beforehand with how your brother got into finance yep. and sort of fell into it. Like with you, did you did you have an, an idea that this was something you were going to end up in? Yeah. Or were you not sure coming out of high school and you sort of yeah. maybe had some time doing other things and then fell into the job? Like how did it? How did I it mean, happen? this is, this is a very interesting uh, point you that you raised. I um, when I was growing up. Um, my family was uh, very much into the financial world. Yeah. And uh, my dad always used to say that, because I used to love doing all the creative stuff, so uh, woodworking and arts and graphics, etc. Um, and that was sort of more the areas that I sort of excelled in. Right. And he was always like, look, that's great. You can do that on the side, but you sort of need this, uh, you know, yeah. you need a proper job type thing. Okay. Um, and it was my mum who, uh, she, she's quite creative as well. And she was like, look, there's courses that you can do that you can actually earn a living off, um, you know, being creative. Yeah, yeah. It was sort of a bit of a foreign sort of thought in, in my family. Yeah. Um, but uh, she, she sort of got me in and, um, you know, research and got me into industrial design. So I went to Swinburne and did industrial design there. Yeah, um, it was meant to be a three-year course, but it ended up being a six-year course just because, um, well, I guess uh, sort of enjoyed life a bit too much probably yeah, sure. back, back in those days. <laughs> was but, that at Glen Ferry too, where you were studying? Uh, no, this was in Paran. Oh, Paran. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this was, we used to have a, a, a um, car park just behind, I think they've rebuilt it all now, but right. um, where we used to park is now what I like to call the clown school, where they've got all the yeah, um, yeah, trapeze. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it did get a bit complex to try and um, park the car, and that was one of the problems, I think. Sometimes I'd turn up and there was no parking spots, especially in Chapel Street, and I just yeah. so sort of go, all right, I've done. a parking ticket or two yeah. in Chapel Street, yeah. I think I was like, I'm done for the day, time to go home. <laughs> it's a sign from God. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, he, he turned, uh, miraculously turned my three-year course into a six-year course. Yeah, okay. But, um, you know, it was, it was, it was, oh, you know, great fun sort of, you know, doing all that stuff. And looking back, I probably should have stuck with those years a bit more, but right. you know, you gotta, you gotta have life experiences oh, along sure. the way. Yeah, yeah, 100%, okay. And so the, the reason I, we, I reached out to Moose uh, was because when I was a kid, the fish bank was like one of the toys I remember the most about my childhood. Yeah, and yeah. it was really cool. I, I just figured I'm gonna reach out to you guys and see if anyone would talk to me. It'd be <laughs> yeah. amazing. Like I may as well, because the fish bank was this toy where you put coins in and you'd get this little. It was like a little LED screen, right? Yeah. And the fish yeah. would swim around. He'd get the coin, put it in the little box for you. You'd get prizes. <laughs> you'd have to meet like savings goals, and it like notch it up. It was a great toy, dude. Like I'm telling you, yeah. I thought that toy was the shit. Like, it, was, <laughs> it was the coolest thing. So like, I wanted to talk to you because um, I forgot the lady's name now who passed on the email, but she Bell, said, yeah. yeah, Bell. She yeah. said, Nixie guy, like yeah. talk to Nick. So there's probably a lot to talk about because I have no idea how a toy gets developed, yeah. how it starts, how it ends, whatever. But like, I guess if you could just explain like how the fish toy. Like what came your about? Was, how it came about? How yeah. you want to explain it? Yeah, we. I mean, we we're always sort of um, out there trying to find new ways to do things and okay. trying to innovate. Look, and 
the other thing was we were a very small company back then. Right. Um, it's a very big company now, actually. Yeah. Um, but back then, you know, and, and as is now, you've got to try and be different. Yeah. You know, you've got to try and push the boundaries of things okay. and do and innovate. I mean, the world is all about innovation. Yeah. Um, and there's a reason why innovative companies are successful. Yeah. Um, so we, we wanted to, we, we like, I think someone brought in a um, money bank at one point. Right. We were sort of looking at it like, yeah, it's kind of cool. You know, a lot of kids have these, um, you know, and, and it, it is a great thing. Like kids love to, to, to collect money and keep story weights. It's a bit different now. There's no sort of coins really around yeah. anymore, but um, way back then. And we, we just wanted to somehow really push the boundaries of it and how can we make um, collecting money and saving money a lot more fun than it's ever been before. Yeah. Um, and that was when we sort of um, came up with the, you know, it's quite funny, sometimes all it takes is a name to actually sort of create the concept. Right. And obviously um, Fish Bank is, um, uh, is a bit of a play on fish tank the, yeah. the words so yeah. you know we were like bang tank um, let's fish do it yeah let's <laughs> do it let's do a fish uh, fish bank yeah so um so that was actually where it all started now that doesn't always work right you know working around your name because um as we've gotten bigger and stuff like that we've found that um as much as we love a name it doesn't always work in other countries we right. um we we had this one uh, product that we were pitching it was a construction type of product and we had all everything set up at the um, show. We were showing all our uh, uh, um, partners overseas and distributors and stuff. And it was called Bricket. And the um, I digress a little here from, the, from no, no, fish, fish tank, but um, the one of our partners um, came in from England and he goes, he goes, do you know what that that name means? And we're like, what Bricket? We're like, no, it's a you know construction thing. We got little bricks. He goes. That's uh, that's 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 shit in your pants. That's what we call shit in your pants in England. Oh, so we're like, okay, maybe that that name won't work over right. there in England, but you know, we thought it was uh, it was alright for the rest of the world. Okay. Um, but but yeah, so we sort of started on the name, and then and then these things sort of evolve. You know, as you have these these brainstorms, you yeah. you you know, I don't even um, I can't. This is a long time ago, but yeah. you know. We probably wouldn't have started with an electronic one, you know. We probably would have started just with a, a plastic item. How do we do this? And then, and then the brainstorm would have evolved. We would have started talking about, oh, how cool would it be if you did this? How cool would it be right. if you did that? And then it slowly sort of evolves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And look, um, uh, we were obviously a much smaller team back then, much bigger now. But we had a great team, and we've, the the guys who worked on that um with me i was actually the product designer of that way back yonder i can't remember all the details but um there was a, a, a the graphics guy david pierce and the illustrator craig um, bruin they're still with moose as well today yeah. which is uh which is great so um he you know they we sort of came pulled pulled everything together you know it's, it's all about again working with the departments and right. and you know communicating with them and sitting down and sort of nutting through things because okay. there's always um, problems and issues that arise that you need to actually solve together. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we uh, back then we didn't have the capabilities of sort of the um, you know doing the programming in the LCD, so we did get someone else outside to sort of um, put that stuff together. But um, it was it was a lot of fun that one. Um, it's a it's sort of it's a it's a strange concept. Sometimes the strangest concepts are the ones that really resonate. You know, like yeah, like we it was the little fish in his house, and yeah. as he collected um, money, he could then you know go and get little items yeah, that would appear in his house and get better. Get a guitar. Yeah, like, <laughs> all these little perks. I I was think I was talking to a friend about this whole thing a couple of hours ago, and he was saying he had one too, and he said it was <laughs> like it was like a Tamagotchi type yeah, thing exactly with the benefit of like again man like I, I cannot <laughs> speak more highly of it. I remember like it was like a pretty formable like 
it's weird that things stick with you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that fish bank. Because I remember when it came, I didn't actually get it until the next year. Yeah. So, yeah. so it came out in 2008 and it was just before Christmas. It's crazy I remember this stuff. And I begged my parents because it was too late. They'd already gotten me stuff. For <laughs> so my mum bought it and just yeah. held on to it. Oh, and I got it the next year and it was chuffed. I was like, fuck. Oh, just is, living it. Oh, so that's happy. Great. But yeah, like, that was a great toy, bro. Yeah. Amazing toy. Like, and again, it was that, that thing of like, I remember Nintendogs came out a few years later yeah. on the DS. Yeah. And that was, that whole idea was looking after your dog, taking him for yeah. a walk, keeping him washed, all that stuff. Like, and in the fish bank, you could, you clean the tank, you'd give him a, you'd give him a dollar and the yeah, tank would yeah. get clean. Like, it was stuff like now that. Now you're like, reminded, yeah, I forgot about all yeah, that. Yeah, you, you actually did a have, lot of have to nurture and clean yeah, the, the... Yeah, yeah, you had to clean the tank. All the or like, you turn it on, and, well, not turn it on, you'd like tap the top, I yep, think, to make exactly. it work, right? Yeah, exactly, tap the top, and the screen would be all murky, yep. the tank looking, and yep. it'd say, like, like, you've got to clean the tank. You're like, fuck, you got to clean the tank. And there's little buttons, like... It was a sick thing, man. I don't know so if um, we might have... Um, Peter might be after us for having the old tap in the, the fish tank uh, glass. I don't think yeah, yeah. I don't think fish like it when you tap oh, the sure, glass. Yeah. But. but it was a good way to do it. Like, <laughs> do you know... And it's interesting what you're saying about how it didn't start as a te- like a, a thing yeah. with like a little digital screen. So it started as like a little plastic whatever it was. Yeah. So... What was the time frames, I guess, of like, this is an idea that we're thinking about to when it gets yeah. released? Yeah, so, so, so generally it's about a year. Okay. Um, so, you know, we're sort of a year to two years, really. Like, we're, we're just, um, we're just now starting to brainstorm really full 23 so uh sorry spring 23 so we, okay. we run off the u.s sort of um timeline okay um so it's normally about a year or or so to do right. it um obviously you know the more complex items the the longer the lead time you need to actually okay. do it but generally we're always about a year right um it's interesting um just it just sparked something in my head that it, it's sort of that that weird connection of um, analog, which is the coins, and then yeah, digital, yeah. which is uh, yeah, the screen. Yeah, which sure. nowadays you probably it probably doesn't really happen that much. Yeah, it, so it, it could it be was, the final yeah. final frontier of coins. <laughs> the and, final frontier. That's a awesome. crossover. Yeah, yeah, it was so cool, dude. Like, <laughs> uh, and I wonder too. Like, was that from a company perspective? Was this a goal at the time of we want to try and make kid make saving money more accessible and fun to kids like did someone just come up with that and give it to the to you guys to say like we want to do something about this sort yeah. of idea or do you guys just come up with it and then see what they think like, yeah well it's <laughs> it, the company itself is we 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 put um product as king so if we've got a great idea we'll do it you know um a lot of the big other toy companies like Mattel, etc. They they have slots that they have to fill. Okay. You know, so they're like, uh, we need a fifteen dollar price point here. Right. Um, we need this type of item. Um, you know, a girls collectible item here. Um, our whole thing is, if it's a kick ass product, we'll do it. You okay. know, no matter what. Right. Um, and look, it, it, nowadays it's because the company is much bigger, there's a lot more sort of focus on obviously the line plans and stuff, but really at the core of Moose and the core of the company is we've got to where we are because we do a product as we like it, you yeah, know, okay. you know, and that's, that's really the, I think there's a, is it, was it um, Steve Jobs who was really just like, consumers don't know what they want till we give it to them, you know, and it's, all, <laughs> yeah. it's always quite tricky as well. Yeah. Um, We've probably got the hardest consumers to please in the world. 100%. You know, like like kids, if they don't like something, they'll just, they'll let you know. They'll they let won't. You know straight away. Yeah, they, they, they don't, yeah. you know, they don't go with pleasantries. They yeah, just, yeah. you know, so 
things, there's always surprises in the toy industry. You can think you've got the best toy ever, right. and you like you've got a dud on your hands, or vice versa. You think, hey, that's all right, and it just takes off. Kills, yeah. yeah. And you were saying too that, it, and we're we're getting we're probably going to get really inside baseball. Like I've never talked to anyone <laughs> from a toy company, so this is going to be great. Like, is uh. I didn't realise, like, I, I knew Moose was a toy company from when I've seen their toys when I was, like, Toys R Us yeah. was, like, heaven for kids. Like, we would, my parents would just let us run around there. And you just look at shit, you ride the skateboards, you know, you ride the bikes oh, like, back in the day, like, no one cared. Yeah. Um, you could just have a lot of fun, but I knew Moose because of that and because of the, the fish bank, but was... What sort of this is a bit off topic. What what other products sort of boosted Moose to become yep. what it was? So probably the 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 biggest one is Shopkins, and that was uh, that was the number one sort of toy around the world. It's still actually selling now, but it was the number one toy around the world for many many years. Like every you know I I'd meet um, parents, and when I said I was a toy designer, they're like, oh yeah, what do you do? You know, uh, we did Shopkins, etc. They'd either love you or they'd absolutely hate you and say that you've cost them so much money because they, uh, you know, their kids have just been hounding them, Mum, I want more, I want more, you know. Um, that, that is definitely the, the biggest item we've done. We did um, one before that called Trash Pack, which I'm not sure if... Uh, yeah, they were little uh, little gross characters that came in bins. They were really cool. They were one of my favourites. Oh, the little... they Were were they little rubber guys? Yes. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. So we actually started with them and then Shotguns sort of came a bit from those ones. Okay. Um, so so those are probably the two biggest... Um, Gujitsu now, which is a huge item as well. Um, uh, what, what else? I mean, some of my favourite items were never did so well. Right. We did this one. My first ever product actually that I did there um, was called Goyo. Okay. And it was this, uh, it was a brilliant idea. Like it was, a, it, well, I thought it was anyway. And <laughs> the, the, we, we sort of invested it. I spent so many time, so many hours over in a Chinese factory trying to get it um, right. It was right. a yo-yo that you could use as normal yo-yo, but you could flick a little switch on it. Right. And when you flung it down and you touched it on the ground, it would actually race off the string. So kids oh. could sort of like race them, jump them, you know, do tricks with them. Yeah. I thought it was great. And then we uh, we launched it and we were like, okay, this is going to be, this is great. We've got it all. The ad looks awesome. The only problem was kids didn't know how to yo-yo at that time. Oh, right. And it's sort of one of those things. When you know, did it come out? It, oh, this must have been somewhere around sort of um, 2005, 2000. Okay. Six maybe somewhere around there. Right. I'm just, I'm just guessing there. Yeah. Okay. But you know, it, it was one of those things we sort of learned where it's like we thought every kid could yo-yo, but it, it doesn't happen like that. Yeah. Right. Kids have to they have to be in that yo-yoing trend to actually yeah force each other to learn yeah, it, yeah, and then yeah. they then all of a sudden they they get it. But yeah, the yo-yo trend hit me in 2010. 2010. 2010, I would have been... Oh, 2009, I was in year six. Okay. Because I, I was the school captain, and in my speech, I threw a yo-yo around <laughs> to impress the kids. And I won, uh, of course. Yeah. I've actually got a yo-yo now. I still love yo- doing that. Uh, oh, It's well. crazy what you say, though, how, yeah, the ones you think are going to kill... Yeah. ...just miss. Oh, it's amazing. Like, we've... Yeah. we've you know, like, we've got an unbelievable hit rate for um, our company, like, of okay. successes versus... Right? It's like... Some of the big boys, they, you know, they have massive, you know, failures and you'd think, how can they not get it right, you know? Yeah. But again, I think it's sort of bureaucracy and maybe too many, you know, chefs in the kitchen trying yeah, to okay. change and mould and yeah. put their two cents in. But yeah, yeah so for, for, I mean, Aussie toy company to make it onto such a world stage. Like yeah, that that's been, what I was thinking. Like, yeah. if, 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 was it called Shopkins? Did you yeah, say? Shopkins. Yeah, like, I've heard Shopkins. I've, yeah. I, don't, I couldn't, th- I can't well, picture it, but like, I know the name. It's it's more of a girl product, so, right. um, you know, it probably wasn't in your genre no, no, of. Probably yeah. not, no. <laughs> I, yeah, okay. And, and I, um, Gujitsu, I've seen. Yeah, Gujitsu is yeah. a great one. That's okay. a bloody ripper. Um, so that one, and, and that one, you know, you can just keep evolving these sort of products. They're, yeah, they're right. great. They sort of write their own script almost. Right. 
with development. So. Was, was there something too, like, and we'll, I've, I've got more fish bank questions, but this is also great. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, with, uh, do you remember Bionicles? Yep. yep. I don't know if you guys did Bionicles. No, that was, that was Lego. Okay, so yeah. Bionicles did something crazy because I, I loved Bionicles when I was a kid. Yeah. They branched out and started doing movies. Like, is, is Gujitsu or any other, is that something where, like, toy companies, do, mm -hmm. they, do, they, do they develop a product and say, like, we're going to start here? But we want to go there. Yeah. We want to go there. Like, yep. does that is that was that something with hundred percent? Well? Yeah. So I mean, a lot of the light, a lot of the big toy companies, you know, they get the license from movie properties. Okay. We have made movies and stuff from our products, yeah. our own IP. Um, we we much prefer to do our own IP because right. you know we have real ownership over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You it's can control our, every we, aspect. Exactly. Yeah. We can control uh, all the aspects and. And it's just, you know, it's our creation more so. Yeah. Um, but you have to still do all the license. You know, yeah. you have to take other people's license. And you pay a lot of, you know, yeah. royalty for these sort of license. But, um, you know, you just, they just sell so much products. You know, well, yeah, the, so much you think about behind. the demographics that you target, especially, did you said DC and Marvel? Yeah, yeah. For Gujitsu. So, yeah. like, you're not only capturing kids, superhero fans, like you said off offline, like, you're capturing the people that collect that stuff because they yeah. love anything Marvel, anything exactly. DC. Yeah. And they're just such big universes, those ones. Like they, they really do have just such a huge fan base. And the, the, the um, I mean, the whole Disney owning Marvel and stuff like that. Like, my, my, Disney is just ginormous. It's yeah. just huge. They're a monster. They're an absolute monster. And they also make great stuff. They, like, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I've never, I still haven't watched The Mandalorian, but everyone says it's amazing. Yeah. But I've always, uh, I, I just started watching Loki, which is yep, the TV yep, they're doing. Yeah, that's good. And the production level of a TV series, like it's it's crazy how good everything is. I mean, they've been doing it for yeah. so many years. I, the, the Mandalorian, I did, we are going very on topic right. here, but <laughs> The Mandalorian is, is actually brilliant because they, they innovate in the way that they shoot film, yeah. as in they went from green screens, um, which would take so much time in uh, post to right. get up the green, um, add in the backdrops, yeah. etc. Yeah. For The Mandalorian, what they did was they had these huge giant screens around the actors and okay. their action, right. and especially because The Mandalorian was all shiny, yeah. so they'd have, they oh gosh, um, they'd have things playing on the, the backgrounds playing on these shoe screens, oh, and then they get okay. the reflections because Mandalorian's all metal, yeah. And so it just sort of reflect off him. So the time that they used to cut down in post by just having this stuff reflecting actually off him yeah. and having it all there in the real world would it was just like it was something that no one else had really done right. before. Okay. Um, and they uh, saw this uh, documentary on it. They were saying like, if the director went, actually, I need some bigger trees over there and they just you know do it on the computer yeah, flick it over and straight away it's already in the background so oh, okay yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to watch it like I, i'm a big bill burr fan yeah and he's in it so i, I wanted to watch it just for that <laughs> but I'll, I'll have to watch it now um, uh, yeah. yeah it's 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 and it, it does go to show again that any business you can be innovative in any business in any yeah anything you do you can be um you know innovative in accounting you can be innovative in making movies or the way that you shoot movies or the products like yeah it's the it's the really the only way to push for sure yeah yeah through and yeah. actually survive there's something something you were saying before about the company and saying product is king but like it sounds cool to be to work at a company if they are really focused on what the company's there to do and people don't get in the way of that yeah. Like I've worked, I've, I've only worked a couple of jobs, um, like full-time jobs, but the ones that I've done where there needed to be input from a lot of people, it's really easy to tell when egos get involved. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds cool if it's good to hear that like, and also because of how big, how big the company yeah. has become as a result, if people have just been able to go like, it's not about what I want. It's about what's collectively going to push the brand yeah. to succeed. Yeah, you know? and th there's always like there's always growing pains, and yeah. you know there we've we've had those, and you know we've.
we're sort of still working around the best way to, to do it with the um, least amount of input from people who don't need to input, etc. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, like we, you know, I work with some of the most creative sort of, yeah. um, and uh, you know, everyone at that company is, you know, extremely good at what they do and extremely yeah. creative in the creative departments and extremely good in the sales, etc. So, um, no, it's, it's, a, it's I'm pro this probably wasn't to, meant to talk about the company, but uh, as much, but yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think it's one of those things and I've just um, been reading as well the Netflix book. I'm not sure if uh, no. no Rules Rules. You know, it's all about surrounding yourself with um, creative people and and high achievers and if yeah. you have high achievers around you okay. you'll be elevated and they'll be elevated and everyone elevates yeah. each other it's like rising tides exactly yeah. exactly and the opposite also happens right yeah. if you've got a naysayer yeah. it does the complete opposite it brings sure. everyone down yeah yeah and and something too, uh, we'll bring it back to the fish bank too. Yeah, keep going off track. The, with the fish bank thing, I don't know, I don't remember whether, I'll, I'll just move this if you want to. No, you're right. Um, with the fish bank, I don't remember if it lasted. No, so I, when you said you and your mate bought, um, had one each, they could have been the only two that we ever oh, saw. Really? <laughs> We, we look. We did sell a few, but okay. we obviously didn't sell enough to to validate, yeah, like, and okay. to, to push it further. I think we, I'm sure we would have had some um, some options in the background for a follow up to it, mm. but I don't think we we ever got there. Okay. And look, it was a um, it was a bit of a different world back then as well because the primary, um, you know, we are the company in a lot of these um, countries now that distribute our own product okay. before we had a lot of partners. Okay. Um, and there's always pricing issues that happen yeah. in Europe because, you know, they, um, once you go and convert it over, yeah. it all gets a bit tricky. So uh, some of the markets, it was a bit high price for. Okay. Um, and I don't know... I think we probably would have been distributing through Spinmaster, who's quite a big listed um, toy company in the US right. as well, at the time. But I'm not sure how uh, how onto it they were. Look, that was a, that was actually another thing we used to because we we had to set the you know when you put the coins in and it yeah. would read how much you put in there. So we had it. I think it was set for the Aussie, maybe. The pounds and Canada and um, oh to read what coins yeah and the US yeah. and and there's always these coins that are quite close together yeah so we, we you know there's I always, never thought about that, that yeah would be a, that would be a bloody fuck right? yeah yeah okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. and and that, that, look that's one of these uh, these things these days as well you know the streamlining process to make it as easy as possible to move sort of shipments around you sort yeah. of have to put um you know, five, six different languages on the packaging. Yeah, yeah. It's, it always gets a bit complex, but yeah. um, back in those days, I think we uh, we probably just put one language on it and yeah, okay. for, for each of the countries. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> with the, yeah, like, we were talking about it before too with, like, maybe the psychology around the toys and how you're, the things you're trying to do that are, like, I guess core concepts that might influence... You've, you may have, like, found through trial and error that kids are more likely to yeah. um, connect with certain types of products. Yeah. Like, was there thing, were there takeaways from the fish bank that you thought were really good at getting the message across of getting kids to want to like yeah. save their money? And were there things that you, you guys looked back and were like, like there, there, are, there are key takeaways that helped you develop other products down the line and things that you knew now you, that were mistakes yeah. maybe looking back? I can certainly tell you that the way to probably get kids involved in the more mundane type things mm. is gamification um turning anything into a game or you know setting that sort of goal was certainly kind of a cool thing for fish bank actually you should probably tell me your experience of, of why you kept coming back to fish bank 
I don't know, dude. Like the was it the fact that you, every time you put a coin in, you would actually get another item in the house, or it was seeing the the money. Yeah, so like you put a coin in, and there was a and like it's two thousand and eight. So like <laughs> any judgments I'm making on the product as an adult, <laughs> it was two thousand and eight. Yeah, so that's yeah, a good caveat. Yeah. But like I remember the one thing that I thought was was not great was that. Sometimes you'd put a coin in and it would either not recognize it as being the right coin and I'd have the shits because the number wasn't right. That goes, okay, that's a good way to tie in that last conversation right. we were having. And that, coin. that is yeah. why okay. that would happen because some of the, the coins around the yeah. world or it would just... Is this an English pence? Yeah, or is this a exactly. Or exactly. Right. So I think it got a little confused sometimes yeah. with them. But it, it, look... The, the reward that you got when you put in a coin and it gave yeah. you that is sort of something that is a, a big takeaway and a big yeah. thing for, for kids as well. Kids love being rewarded, yeah. you know, and, um, and, and giving them a visual, um, uh, a, a visual animation or something like yeah. that to, to show them um, that they've, they've achieved this little goal, yeah. etc., is, yeah, yeah. is something that, that um, you know, is sort of being built, I think, in us. You know, we like doing things well as as kids and we like getting rewarded yeah um i was when i was looking at the questions uh, that you had and i was thinking about you know what could you take away what could you apply to the finance world how could you make kids more interested in it is it's about gamifications my kids at the moment and they've been obsessed with roblox for a long time i don't know if you know I've heard yeah that. so uh it's almost like a video game platform, you know, where you can generally live out your life in there. People make uh, small games for it and they can put them in there and you can play anything. The the one that really got me was um, I, I was watching my kid play and she was, um, all she was doing was delivering pizzas in this game, like going to people's houses, delivering pizzas. Right? And I was like, that is the most no offence to anyone who delivers pizzas, and I have been into pizza delivery. <laughs> I, 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 the cameo. Yeah, so yeah. I, 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 and I, this is why I know, because I, yeah. I literally delivered pizzas, so I know it's not the most exciting job. But she wanted to sit there on the computer, on her um, iPhone, just delivering pizzas, and I was thinking, well, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's so, so mundane, but yeah. it's, they gamify, you know, and it's, yeah. it, it's, it, it makes the mundane yeah. exciting. Yeah. I, um, yeah. It's weird how that works. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I just, it was shocking to me. And I was just like, I was like, maybe, maybe I should have enjoyed delivering pizzas a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder too, like, the other thing that I always remember, and I can remember the sound, is you'd put a coin in and it would give you a little scoreboard almost of how much money you yeah. had. And then it would click. Yeah. Each time a cent got, you know, like yeah, you count yeah. up to the new yeah. amount, and you'd look at it, and, and then it was like, it yeah, you tick it over, and you'd watch the, yeah. I guess that visual of your money that you've got stored is going up. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah, I I can't, I can't explain why it was so powerful. I guess you know it, they they've tapped into the gamification yeah. as well. You know, like yeah. you can. I guess you can use these powers for good or bad for sure you know yeah, you can, sure. it depends which side of the, yeah. the the fence you sort of sit on but yeah. you can either help someone save money yeah. um, or I guess the other way is you can yeah. make them yeah. throw it away so I, I always compare it when I think about it it sort of reminds me of those like you'd see those charity drives on the TV where yeah. you call in and donate and you'd see the number go up yeah. or if you hit that thing at the carnival and it, you hit the hammer thing and it goes up, to up. like there must be something to that in our brains, I guess, that's like satisfying or yeah, some sort of thing. I, I wonder know. if it's, it's just that the, the growth thing seemed more of it. You know, I think um, human human beings, is, you know, we like to grow. We like to see things get Build bigger. Up, yeah, for sure. um, you know, I, I guess in the finance world as well, yeah. you know, um, the, the having the... Um, your investments grow, you know, yeah. gives you that sort of security, yeah, makes yeah, you, you feel, feel safer. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, the it, it, not everything's about material possessions, but yeah. it's certainly, unfortunately, in this world that we're living in, you have to, you know, you have to do these things, yeah, yeah. right? And yeah, so, yeah. so, um, 
It's a trailing off. No, no, that's right. Yeah, and like, and it might it sort of ties into what you're saying about the product is king. Yeah. Is there like a process of, and again, this is really this is inside baseball sort of talk. So like, <laughs> you you let the product out, whether it's a fish bank or whatever. Yeah. Is there a time frame of like, um, I've heard people talk about this with movies going to the cinemas where. Yeah. Before what one of those things cinemas? Oh, so yeah, dude, I love movies. I love cinema. I've been going to them through COVID. Like I love them; they're the best. But like people will talk about how just say you've got a Thursday release date yeah. and you you're hoping to kill the weekend to yeah. get heaps of people into the cinema. Yeah, you're gonna know how it's gonna go that weekend by the end of that Thursday. Yeah, and that's like okay, we went this, this is how we went on Thursday, that's going to tell us that we're going to do yeah, this yeah. many more times of it. So, was is there a process of like, it gets released, yeah. you know, a month in, two yeah. months in, you know, we've got something that's going to make us a lot of money and it's a really good product yeah. or, you like, how do you find it's, that it, out? It's certainly um, changing nowadays with the, just how easy it is, well, you know, how digital everything is. You know, there's the, the Walmarts and the Targets, you know, they're, they're tracking this stuff down to the, you know, the nth degree. The, the degree and, right. and they're, they're sort of, you know, our guys over there are talking to them, trying to find out, you know, because they, they'll want to jump on things as quickly as possible. If it's doing well, they'll want more stock, you right. know. Um, and, and so you, you do hear quite quickly if something's doing well or not, but there's all, there's so many different factors yeah. in there, uh, especially with kids as well, you know, um, the, the way it used to be and, and still sort of, you know, today is, um, it, think, our toys would, um, sort of, um, pop up and be popular in different areas and they'd, it would sort of move around as right. the cool kid here would get one of our toys and then right. the, the school would take off and then, right. you know, it's a, a bit like, uh, I guess, uh, the coronavirus, you know, like, like <laughs> one, one person might get it <laughs> yeah, and then it spreads yeah, yeah, and then yeah. this person goes and talks to a friend who's in a different school yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they'll get it and then right. it will spread out. You know, like it's, it's quite a, um, almost, back in the old days, it was a bit more grassrootsy where okay. you'd see like, it would really take off here and then move around. And, right. But um, yeah, look, the, everything's tracked so, you know, so, so well these days. Yeah. And, but in saying that, the kids react to things like TV, you know, so you put ads on TV, yeah. uh, the sales go up, you take ads off TV, unless it's a, um, unbelievable product a lot you know it'll drop off a bit okay. so a lot of the products do react a lot to right. um tv and nowadays you know social media yeah okay. i guess which has changed you know the toy yeah, industry yeah. in a massive way right um i don't know if you again inside uh yeah. sort of baseball but you know a lot of people you talk to them you talk about unboxing nobody knows what unboxing is unless you're sort of in the toy world yeah, yeah. but it's been one of the biggest things there is that's you know, when you people video themselves unboxing shit. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and you think to yourself like like what why am i watching someone else unbox a toy yeah. like but it gives kids the same excitement and thrill of them unboxing it themselves right um it's it's a really interesting sort of philosophy so so that 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 was actually an interesting um, outside factor that directed the toy industry for a long time and still up to this day, which is how do you make the unboxing um, experience even better? Mm -hmm. How do you make it more exciting? Because there's people on YouTube who are doing these unboxings. Uh, you know, you want to make it more um, surprising, more thrilling. You want the kids to have this amazing experience. Yeah. And, you know, even just getting to the toy itself, you know, getting... The, the the experience became almost the toy, if right. that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Um, so that, the, that, that was quite an interesting sort of um, curveball that happened with, again, sort of looking at technology and how, yeah, yeah. how things change, right. you know, the, the direction of, of um, products and, yeah. and innovation, etc. What What did Moose do, do you think? Like... So would, did, did something happen along the line for you guys with Moose where you had to go, okay, like this is a new trend. We have to present the product differently. Yeah. And like, how would that, how does that look like to you at like, this is me not, I don't know shit about it. <laughs> but like, 
is that like you have a box for the toy and maybe there's some extra goodies in there yeah. that just make that whole experience just like oh there's the toy but there's this and there's an added this and there's that and like it's exactly right you know you know sometimes um you can have a, a great a good toy yeah and but it's not great okay. and then it's sometimes just those little tweaks that you make to it to actually turn it into a great toy yeah. you know like you're saying like surprises finding surprises in there you know to Surprise and delight kids, you know, yeah. which one did I get? Um, kids absolutely love all that. So who doesn't love a surprise, you know, type thing? Like so, a mystery sort of thing. Exactly, okay, exactly. Right. Blind, I mean, blind bags were huge, you know, the unboxing of blind bags. People would just sit there opening little toy bags to see which toy they got in there. Okay. So, you know, the, there was always a chase, which was like the ultra rare character. Maybe they only made a hundred of them worldwide or a thousand of them or ten thousand yeah. of them. Um, and is that how that works with um, Gujitsu? Gujitsu is actually a bit different because there are rarities in Gujitsu, but it's not blind. Okay. So, so you know what you're you buying. You know what okay. you're buying, yeah. So some of the, these uh, these ones, you sort of, you'll go in a store and they'll, they'll, all the more rare ones will be taken off the shelf because they've already sold. Um, whereas doing something like a Shopkins or a um, Trash Pack, you, the the characters were blind, so it was it was very much about um, getting it home, ripping it open, and finding out. You know, oh my god, I got this character, or oh my god, I got this rare one, or I got this ultra rare one. Mm. And um, I can almost bring that back now to finance again because kids do do a lot of finance at school. Mm. Um, they learn to trade, they learn to barter, they learn to you know the. The shotguns and the trash bags, which are sort of, you know, lots of collectibles that you can hold in your hand, become um, um, like sort of school currency. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I 100% agree. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's quite interesting because we do, we do sort of teach kids really early on how to trade and yeah. what things are worth and how much that they can swap them for. Like, yeah. it's, it's a really interesting sort of um, philosophy. And yeah. I think it's one that... Is actually, you know, it's, some parents don't like the idea of buying lots of these things for their kids and they think it's a waste of money, but it's actually really good for the development of the... the yeah. so, firstly, there's social development, which sure. is, you know, um, kids interacting with other yeah. kids. And then there's also, um, you know, understanding how to really um, do business, I guess, which yeah. is... I'll trade you one of these characters for three of them. For sure, yeah. You know, for me, so that was Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, exactly. Yu-Gi-Oh cards were that. Yeah. And, uh, the other one was actually, it what it, it was something similar to those the, the, the dumpster guys you're talking yeah. about. Um, I can't I can't remember it, but it was these little goo like dragon looking things, and um, I would get those traded to me for I was really good at handball. Yeah. <laughs> so right. so I'd get to king yeah. and I would give someone my king spot yeah. for two well, or for three two of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd like lose them at my house. Yeah. But like I would just give up my spot, go to the back of the line, because I'm gonna get there It's interesting. I never thought about that. That yeah. it does it definitely that's you should say that to parents that are mad at you for well yeah, toys. yeah. Like, I'm teaching them how to be a dot like better adults exactly exactly you know one day they might be a doctor or a lawyer yeah. thanks to or a stockbroker stock like, yeah, yeah. yeah they might be happier with a doctor I'm not sure yeah. <laughs> I um the last bit of the show that I wanted to talk to you about which is it's got nothing to do with the fish bank so like it's funny you told me this over email that. You were my age, I think, yeah. when, so when uh, the fish bank was being developed. I, I, well, I actually bank. think I, because you're 24, right? Yeah, yeah. So looking back, I actually started at Moose at 24, so it probably it couldn't have been. So you would have got the fish bank in what, 20? 2008, uh, 2008, yeah, yeah. So I would have been there about four years. Yeah, right. Um, probably started working on it three years after us okay, as, right. as, as at Moose. I think you're about to ask, what would I tell my, my yeah, younger yeah. self? Yeah. Um, yeah, good, interesting. Firstly, I think I'd tell him there's going to be a thing called Bitcoin. 
Um, <laughs> it, I think it, it, whatever you've got, buy it. Don't <laughs> yeah. ask questions yeah, and, yeah. and just and do it. Just do it. <laughs> You're not going to understand what the hell it is, and it's yeah. going to have absolutely no value to anything except <laughs> itself. Yeah. Um, so buy as much of that as you can. Okay. Um, well, what else? I look. That, um, I probably wouldn't listen to myself actually if I was <laughs> back then. I'd probably say, "Shut up, old man." But um, I would. Uh, I was thinking about this one actually the other, the other day. Um, you probably do. I. I mean, you know, I. I was. I would probably spend most of my money as ever earning, um, enjoying my myself and my my life. Um, there's always little little experiences that come along the way which you can't um, uh, well, you don't plan for right right so um, my uh, my first daughter I'm not going to say she was a mistake but she was certainly unplanned right um, she's not going to listen to this no right. she won't she won't I, lo- I love you Peppa and I love you Alfie you guys are beautiful um, and um, I think she knows that, that she wasn't planned <laughs> But you know, there's like those little life changes yeah. um, that you probably need to try and save for. Yeah. Um, you know, it probably would have been good to start a bit earlier, but you know, um, it is what it is. Better so. Than ever for sure. Exactly. Exactly. And you, you look, you never know what's around the corner. Yeah. Um, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Yeah. Uh, could be health. So, it you know, I'd probably say maybe try and save. A little bit of you, you pay and put it aside instead of yeah. you know a few more beers, but um, you know that that's sort of one thing I'd probably say. It, it, look, if I was if I was talking to um, someone else who was sort of starting out in the job world, but it, maybe a bit older, twenty four, but I'd probably say try and get into a a job that or a company that's quite small. Probably the reason why um sort of you know, been there for so long and, and sort of, you know, director there is because when it was small, you have to do a lot of these, every job, you know, you've got to learn each of the departments, you've got to understand, exactly, exactly, and it wasn't, there weren't many people back when I started, I think maybe like 12, 14, something, maybe 20, not many, now there's hundreds and hundreds, Um, but you did, you'd have to learn every single part of the business and have input on all of them and just having that knowledge is so key to the growth I think of, of a person for for more reasons than one one it's just good um, to, to have all that knowledge for your own growth but also being in that situation you can really make decisions about your future and where you want to go like do I want to go into marketing? You know, I quite enjoy doing the marketing stuff here. Or do I want to go into um, engineering or product design or sales? You know, because yeah. you've sort of, if you've had a go at all of it, you know, you can really sort of learn a lot yeah. from each of these these roles. Yeah. Um, and whichever one you end up in then, you've got this knowledge. So, you know, there's questions um, that... that um, People will, you know, come to someone who's been at the company for a long time because they know the, the whole business, you right. know, um, even though that might not be your area of, of expertise mm-hmm. that you're in at the moment. Yeah. But, but um, you know, I think all those things are very important. The other thing, um, and you sort of mentioned before that you lived in Canada, as a family, I moved to San Francisco a few years ago. I was working for Moose still over there. Um, but we went and did a couple years over in San Francisco with the kids. And I'd done a lot of traveling, but I also think you've got to go and live and work over in a different country because, mm-hmm. you know, traveling is one thing, but when you sort of settle down in the country, you learn so much again. And it's so good for personal growth and, sure. and um, having to, to putting yourself out there and in, you know, different situations and, you know, out of your comfort zone, I guess, yeah. is, is I think really important for, for growth. Um, and again, that all leads to things like, um, wh- what do you want to do as a job? You know, do you want to um, earn money or do you want to do something else that, that gives you more, you know, um, uh, joy out of it, you know? Or can you find that, you know, both of them, you know, a balance? 
um, you know, what you were saying before was very interesting. You didn't want to do um, what your yeah, job yeah, now, yeah, but, yeah. but you've sort of, you know, you've done all these other things and that yeah. sort of made you realize that, no, this is actually where I want sure. to be. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, you know, it sounds like you're really loving it there. Yeah. So. I, I sort of just discovered that I think what gives value to my life personally is serving other people. Yeah. So if it's doing financial stuff like with mortgages, great. Yeah. Because I'm helping people. If it's something else down the line, it's all good. If I'm yeah. helping other people improve their lives, that's valuable enough. Yeah. I've sort of noticed. It's interesting too what you said about travel. Like, I've got some friends that have never left Australia. Yeah. As they are as happy as hell. Like they're good. They're happy yeah. people. They're not. They don't feel like they've missed out on anything, and that's yeah. great for them. But. I just, I, in a weird way, it doesn't, I don't want it to sound cocky, but like, I know I can deal with most things. Yeah. Because I've had so much shit go wrong when I'm overseas. Yeah. If you get in trouble overseas, you... It's it's you. It's only you. Like, when I first moved back here and I didn't, nobody in the city, uh, the first time I moved here, my car broke down on the eastern, the uh, the eastern highway or whatever it's called, and I had to just sit there waiting for a tow truck for like six hours. Because I knew nobody else, no one could help me. Like I was nineteen at the time. Like and after so many like f ups in in your life as at a young age, nothing's gonna help. Like nothing's gonna hurt you. Hundred percent. You know, it's important to have that growth. I was actually having this discussion last night, and it it is all about experiences, and you learn from all these experiences, and and you can't learn if you don't have any experiences. Yeah. Um, You've got to put yourself out there yeah. crack. Uh, I actually, you know, all, all my favourite stories are actually when things t- kind of go wrong, you know, they're the, they're the good ones. They're yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be here, they're the best. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, there's, um, there's a lot to, you know, they should almost... And look, Aussies are generally pretty good at um, going travelling. And, yeah. and we're generally liked around the world, which helps out a fair yeah, bit. Yeah, for um, sure. There's a, probably a lot of... Uh, lot of other country folk or folks from other countries countries i should say that aren't quite liked as much as the aussies yeah we're so, pretty we're, we're a pretty easy going bunch yeah I noticed. so uh so does that mean you're a snowboarder or a skier or no, i've never done it i've skied a few times yeah. my um my dad uh lived and worked we, we moved when i was a little kid similar to what you were saying with san fran yeah my dad took a job in England when I was five, I think. Yep. So we went and lived in England, travelled Europe as a little kid, which was cool. amazing. And I skied in Switzerland. Yeah, uh, it's great, once. isn't it? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I remember or I can't remember. Can't remember. I, I remember learning at, like, they had one of those, um, they built, like, at the bit where you're just learning how to do it. Yeah. So you go down the hill and then there's the travelator the, the, thing. The magic carpet, though, yeah. So I was sitting on the little magic carpet and I did it a few times and I want to do it again, but I've got a bum knee from jiu-jitsu. Yeah, okay. Um, so I didn't go while I was over there because I was doing jiu-jitsu and not addressing my bum knee. Yeah, And I no. just didn't. I, I heard That's too many good. people hurt their knees doing skiing and snowboarding. Oh, there's a lot of disasters that happen. Can on you the, do it? The, oh, I'm a skier. I've, I've sort of, uh, you know, one of my passions that I love doing um, forever. Mm. And it's just, yeah. I, I actually, I, I was born in England. So oh, okay. so we had that, um, well, I left when I was three. Well, yeah. I didn't choose to leave, but oh, my sure, parents yeah. did. The three-year-old um, made the decision. Yeah, exactly. We're out of here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but we used to sort of jump the border, go yeah. over to, you know, uh, Switzerland and sure. go skiing. I mean, it's just a, com- it's a completely different world of, of yeah. snow over there. Like, yeah. the mountains are ten times bigger than what we've got here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so yeah, at least... Think, yeah, the snow, the... The idea of a snowfield here is pretty, like, on for, on a world standard, it's pretty abysmal. Oh, it's shocking. People don't realise it. Yeah. Like, I've never, I'm not trying to throw shade at, like, yeah. like I'm sure Parrish is great or whatever, <laughs> but, like, compared to Whistler. Oh, like, it's crazy, isn't touching it? Whistler. Yeah. It's massive. How yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's... Yeah. No, none yeah. of these. These are, these are hills. <laughs> these yeah. things over here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um... I don't know if you can remember um, anything else from some from Switzerland, but you sit up there on the top and you just look out and it's yeah. blue sky and you just see these sharp, jagged mountains as far as you can see, yeah. just all snow covered and you're just like, oh my God, we just... Yeah. And look, that's 
that's another very interesting thing about traveling you know you just don't see that in yeah, australia you don't sure. you know you see it in photos and stuff like that but you once you go and experience that you're like holy crap like yeah yeah we've got i thought we had a mountain here we've got yeah, a yeah. molehill you know sure, and then yeah. you know yeah when i was when i was in canada i drove i drove from vancouver to banff which is like 12 hours i did it over a day with a friend and we drove through the rockies the yeah Canadian rockies and you just and, and even just the drive every hour and a half to two hours the the geography changed it's crazy and like, yeah. if you wanted to try and picture it on a topographical map that had all the lumps and the bumps there'd be so many huge mountains yeah. just canyons and lakes everywhere like it was it's the the nature in canada was and it's the same in parts of europe too like it's nothing like what we have here it's it's so yeah. like the, the thing you mentioned then about the topography and stuff like yeah the, remind me of this bus trip we took in um, my brother and i in peru and we're driving along and it's boiling hot and then you fall asleep you wake up and it's freezing cold and then you wake up again and your head's sort of stuck to the yeah, thing because yeah, you're boiling hot again like it's just yeah. the the world is just yeah. like all these places are just amazing and just so different like you yeah. just got to go and you got to see him, yeah. So did you, and you travelled a lot before um, before you started at Moose, like... Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so, so we'd always, um, you know, we we travelled a lot as a family and then travelled, you know, a fair bit. Me, me and my brother um, travelled a lot as well, just, uh, you know, the two of us going around. I, I, you know, and with friends and stuff like that, like, it's just such a great thing yeah. to, to be able to do and, and get those experiences, sure. you know, in different places. Yeah. I've got a lot of friends that killed it in school, killed it in uni, and they're now in jobs that they hate. Yeah. So, you shouldn't regret, like, I'm not trying to give you advice here, I'm a younger dude. Oh, so no, it seems no. like old man shit, no, but like, this... you shouldn't regret that stuff. No. You should not regret taking six years to do a uni degree. Yeah. Because you did so much cool shit, it sounds like. Yeah. So who cares? Like, yeah. I've, I've never gotten that. Like, and I was a, I hated school, dude. Rubbish. I was so terrible at it too. But like, I always just lived for the experiences. Yeah. Like I worked in a jail. Well, I've been expelled twice yeah. from the same school. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah. so you can, uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Schooling wasn't my area. Yeah, yeah. My it wasn't your area of expertise. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, the part, I've, something I sort of realised early on maybe 19 or 20 because I always was the I was the worst at comparing myself to others yeah yeah and at a certain point especially and, and like you're a really creative dude Thank sounds you. like you're super <laughs> but you know what I mean like you work for a toy company yeah like you obviously like have a really creative mindset and skill set yeah you would have been very different to a lot of people in school and I was the same where I was very good at talking, but I was terrible at school. My sister, <laughs> my sister killed it in academics. I was so shit. I just didn't get it. But I knew I had talent to do something. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. When you're a kid, you just compare yourself to what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And you think that every person's path is the same. Yeah. And yeah. I started realizing recently that no one path is the same as no, the other. Definitely not. Definitely and, not. And you've just got to be happy with the one you got and make yeah. the most of it. That's exactly right. You've got to make the most of it. And and like you're saying, there's people out there who don't enjoy their job. Mm. If that's the case, then you should probably find something else. And yeah. you, especially if these are mates of yours who are sort of similar ages, 24, etc. Like, this is the time to do it. Otherwise, you'll get locked in for, for sure. forever. You know, yeah, you want to... take risk. Yeah. You want to you wanna at least... Fine. I, I, you know, I feel pretty lucky to have sort of fallen into this gig. Like it's, there's, like you're saying, there's not many toy design sort of gigs out there it's or anything unique. like that. It's yeah. pretty unique, and it's always a, a good talking point to yeah. you know when you meet someone. But um, you know, you do have, you can't be stuck in this. The something you just don't want to do. Yeah. You know, day to day. Mind you, I would, I would prefer if it sort of work started at about ten. <laughs> I've got a sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame that. We, we do have flexible hours now, but not yeah. quite to the 10 o'clock sort of standard. Yeah, yeah. So were you, was, were you guys all based in like a warehouse or an office and then you, while, while lockdown or whatever happened, you were yeah. home? Yeah, so um, 
So the first lockdown, we were lucky enough to be down in Lawn. Yeah. So that was like, that was a great experience actually. Like huh. just down in the water. Yeah. Um, the kids were down there, you know, you sort of realize how little kids do at school when they've finished all their schoolwork in two hours. And then you're like, and what do you do at school? Like you, you're at school for like, what is it? Yeah. Six hours, seven hours, eight hours. I can't. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I think it's six. Six, six oh, hours. Right. They're there for that long. What do they? How do they fill in the other four hours? Yeah, yeah. Recess and lunch, I guess. Yeah. Training, <laughs> training those. Training, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but that was that. I actually, I, I actually quite enjoyed lockdown. I liked it because it sort of gave a new experience as well. You know, there was a lot of people who who didn't enjoy it, but I just thought there was something different and unique, and like you should sort of. Um, make the like you said make the most out of every mm. experience you know whether it's good or bad just yeah. you know can you see the good in it can you see like wow this has never happened before like yeah. we're doing something that's pretty pretty crazy yeah. you know like how do we how do we use it to our ability you yeah. know get to sleep in a bit later yeah, yeah. 100%, 100%. <laughs> it's never fun no. Do you know what I mean? No. Like, it's no. necessary. You gotta, you, I was going to say, it's, it's, <laughs> it's necessary and it's good to, good to tell the story later for on. Sure, but, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Rolling out from under a rose bush or something like that by the side <laughs> of the road, you know. I was going to say, it's 8.30. Oh, yeah. You've, got, you've got kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. What I'll say, we'll just say, buy moose toys. Yeah, exactly. That's the, yeah. the, uh, the, the takeaway from this. Yeah. Hey, that was really great. That was sick, dude. Good to, good to 